0: (laughs) Welcome to an episode of fire talk with the team here i'm jake joined by Cole, matt and aaron it's adam's daughter's birthday my niece matt's niece catherine's birthday so shout out to catherine today she's celebrating yep she got uh i'm sure all sorts of spoiled presents today that she uh this is according to her mother doesn't need but we'll appreciate none the same all the same um, <laughs> worth
1: noting Jake and I are not there because we're a thousand miles away not because we're terrible people <laughs> yes
2: right <laughs> not just because right. you're choosing not to participate
0: yes it's not that we don't like her or want to observe her birthday we're on literally on the opposite side of the country so anyway we have some uh, we have some things to talk about this week right we have some uh, blockbusters or a blockbuster i should say and a yeah. certain tv show that both tie into everyone's favorite connected universe, the Marvel connected universe. Uh, is, it which, is it our
1: favorite? I don't know. That's which, up for debate.
0: To be Thank honest, you. I'm a little upset about because... Mm. What? And the, so hold on. Let me yeah, hear me out first. Because you guys know how much I love the MCU. So like it's not that I'm complaining about that. But mm-hmm. it did exactly what we were kind of worried about with WandaVision. And mm. that's that they're making the show's... It's not like required viewing at this point, but it's very close with the post-credit scene in Black Widow. Um, where I literally heard people in the audience trying to say, like, who is that? Fuck is that? Yeah, and Bailey, <laughs> Bailey, the same thing. She hadn't watched uh, Falcon and Falcon Millionaire Soldier. She turned to me and she's like, Who is well, that?
1: Who is that, that lady? Note,
2: why do I'm supposed to know her?
1: On that note, this was supposed to be her first appearance, actually.
0: Yes, which is was why they which really- makes yeah. sense why they kept delaying the movie now because they're like, We need to get we need to. Well, actually it doesn't make sense because now they've introduced her beforehand it would have made more sense if falcon Miller soldier was supposed to be her first and then this was like why no, they kept I, I think
1: everything i think they wanted to you i think they wanted you to have that wait who the fuck is that like what is she who is she talking to like i think that was the reaction they wanted you to have in that moment who is this woman the uh, black widow
2: sister is working for who appears to know what everything and why is, is she sending is her I,
1: okay spoiler alert obviously <laughs> <laughs> Why is she sending her after Hawkeye? <laughs> because this is the fa- yep. this is
0: my favorite part about what came out of this movie and it's what we've theorized already too so I'm saying we called it Dark Avengers absolutely happening. Oh, I she mean, is yeah, forming absolutely. her own Dark Avengers team. Is exactly Anything. what she's doing. She's got a uh, Captain America and thing Black things. Widow, so. Mm-hmm. And I mean you already have an Evil Hulk in the version of the Abomination. Mm-hmm. so really now you just got to figure Who out who's going to be evil. Making an
1: appearance soon in Chang chi just to refresh yeah. your memory that he exists
0: uh not uh, right not rumored confirmed by ken feige himself was it confirmed yep oh. really straight from the mouth of the man himself in charge of the feigster
2: kind of he crazy. said Wait, he said yes said that thank you matt for making it worse yep. um.
0: he said <laughs> and i quote I know a lot of people have been saying on the internet that, wow, that looks like Wong fighting the abomination. And I wanted to say that is because that's who it, that's what exactly. So
2: it's funny, the first night of, so for our darling listeners, I'm on a family reunion vacation trip right now. And this particular house that we rented has a home theater. And the first night I'm walking into the house is like, oh, you're just in time for the movie. We're starting Black Widow in the home theater so i got to see it again
1: i was gonna say which aaron and i had already seen we saw it opening night
2: but... yeah we saw it opening night which was great but then i also had to sit there and not pretend like i knew everything because they had not <laughs> seen it yet and at the end of the movie she's gonna be the new black widow she's gonna be the new black widow and my cousin is like standing up and shouting at the tv screen that her sister's gonna take over her as black widow i'm like just wait and shush <laughs> <I>
3: was shush <just,
2: laughs> And then she goes, wait a minute, I know her. Where do I know her from? And so then I had to have the whole like, I don't know anything about comic books, but all these guys I do the podcast with have told me. And then I had to explain the whole Dark Avengers to a room full of like teenagers and drug adults. And it was wonderful. And also like way more than I, I knew how to explain properly, but I did it.
1: There you go. So since we I in
2: a car that I had to explain a connected universe reference to people who don't know what they're doing.
1: <laughs> you were did you pull out and like pull out a like a a flowchart, and- almost, yeah, almost, do you have a flow chart? almost beautiful-minded it the on the wall with red and-
2: string. <laughs> yep, but yeah, and I'm like, do you see her? Does she look familiar? Look at her purple string. <laughs> have you watched the Winter Shoulder TV show? yet? have you watched that? And then we then had a long discussion afterwards. But it was just funny to. That was the first thing I latched onto. To, to was Dark Avengers. I couldn't remember the phrase Dark Avengers though. I'm like, they're not going to be good, but they're not going to be bad. They're going to be kind of for hire was i think what i ended up with
1: <laughs> <laughs> be kind of for hire yeah like prostitutes but for fighting sad,
2: sad, sad <laughs> exactly. part totally sober in this conversation it's just been a 13 hour car ride and a two and a half hour movie but yeah it belongs was... on a
1: t-shirt
0: <laughs> <laughs> prostitutes <laughs> but for fighting <laughs> Dark adventures <laughs> brought to you by Disney. Brought to you by Disney.
1: Heroes
2: for Hire. It's what Avengers I guess, always. I, I mean, the
1: merchandising means. writes itself. It really does.
2: Honestly. Uh,
1: all
0: right. So since we've already gotten off on the tangent of what we think is going to happen from the end scene, how do we actually like the movie itself? <laughs> I enjoyed it. it. So I, I have to say, it was the first movie I saw in a year and a half in the theaters. So. Uh, I thought it was amazing, but Very <laughs> that amazing might have just been being back and it in the delivered, theaters. right? Yes. It's delivered. I was, you know, you go to a movie sometimes, it doesn't deliver. I was really hoping Black Widow would be one of those that delivers from the MCU, because sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of them. Not a lot, just a couple. And it did, especially oh, from a character fun. that technically is already
1: dead.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that- It's I... a little
2: weird having it. I mean, I'm sure it about Yeah, the this timing point, of like... the
1: movie feels weird to me. Like it, it mm-hmm. feels like this should have come a couple years Before.
2: ago.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you know, like between
2: Civil War and yeah,
1: you know, yeah, <laughs> naturally
2: where it fell on the timeline. What a strange suggestion, you guys.
1: Also, weird. can you Im- okay? They honestly could have taken this movie and plopped it down unchanged, right after Civil War. And that end credit scene, people would have lost their fucking minds. Yep.
2: <laughs> all they would have known is she was dead.
1: Natasha's dad, some lady is sending Elena to kill Hawkeye. Like what? Yep. And then yeah. we don't oh, yeah. know
0: about it for six years. Yeah. People
2: would have shit. They would have literally shit.
0: I mean, I thought I thought the acting, I wasn't sure how it was all gonna go because all those actors are really good actors. Well, I don't know her sister oh, as oh, as well oh. as an actor, but everyone I, else.
1: I loved, loved it Florence
0: too. I, <laughs> I thought that they had so much great chemistry yes harbor was so funny yeah i thought this like for black widow as a character she's what she's been portrayed pretty much as like the no nonsense like disciplinary and like keeping everybody on track her and hawkeye have both been kind of like the the parents of the avengers like uh-huh. all right kids like focus up now and this was uh-huh. way funnier like the entire movie was way funnier but in a very dry delivery like Nothing intentionally being like
3: mm-hmm.
2: very few well, things the intentionally being a, a joke,
0: right? Yes. Most of the oh, jokes Florence are her is sisters
2: she is she yeah. was hilarious. And I the, didn't know that I needed, like, I didn't know that I needed Rachel Weiss to be her mom until it happened. And then as soon as I was watching it, it I'm like, this makes sense. No yeah. one else could have done this.
0: Without giving any spoilers, the helicopter scene? I mean, uh, offered, I mean scene, so. yeah, I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> the end credit scenes fine. You can it Google
2: really... an end credit scene. You yeah, can't Google the whole movie yet.
0: But yeah, I mean in that scene in the helicopter. I was literally, almost <laughs> crying in the theater, laughing so hard, laughing
2: out loud, belly laugh. This with one got Disney me. Disney movie. This one got me with jump scares. It had some of the most solid jokes. Uh, her teasing her about her stance when she lands, I died. Yes. <laughs> I and died. And the fact and that she, she kept calling her poser. poser. And was, <laughs> ah,
1: then when she did it, that's and that's she disgusting. was like, "No, no, no, skin Such a poser. <laughs> Wonderful.
2: Such but I will poser. say something else that I really respect about this movie is that I feel like, and I've sort of been making this comment to Matt as we have been rewatching the Marvel <laughs> Universe and we missed it. We were two Ant-Mans in a Civil War away from being on time to watch No, Black one Widow. Ant-Man
1: in a Civil War. Ant-Man, one Ant-Man in a
2: Civil War. Um, but regardless, you know, Tony makes that, that point a couple times in Iron Man 3, like I'm just a man in a can. Like I'm a guy in a super suit, but I'm still just a dude. And sometimes we forget that like, yeah, she's a, she's a highly trained assassin, but like Blackwood was still just a girl in
0: a, super in suit. a spandex
2: suit. Like she's yeah, spandex,
0: a spandex suit, not a super suit,
2: right. A human body, right. Yeah, in, a, uh-huh. in Lycra. So, you know, I, I enjoyed, <laughs> I shouldn't say enjoy, cause that makes me sound like a sadist, but like, it was nice to see them represent the fact that she's literally getting thrown around like a rag doll quite a lot. And she's just has built her body to survive that. And like, they show that it does take a toll. You've got that scene, spoiler alert, where she's like changing her clothes. And you see all the bruises and like, she fights- You just the... you just
0: intrigued a whole lot of people that would listen know, to this podcast. I
2: know, I know. You're welcome, Marvel. I just upped your box office No, And then when <laughs> she's fighting the bad guy in the super suit on the bridge, she literally gets kicked into that car first before she falls into the river. Like she bounces off the car off a bridge and like you just see her body get flung a different direction when it hits the car mm-hmm. like I don't know they did a lot with to the point of where it's almost like how does she just get up but it makes it a lot more impressive that they showed that humanity in her I think mm-hmm. because they they often kind of just like pass that to the side that like oh the humans are here and they're doing fine don't worry about it and they don't really register the fact that like these are still just people these are not super soldiers these are not genetically enhanced human beings these mm-hmm. are just people mm-hmm doing their best which is ridiculous for how great their best is but I just I, it, was, it was nice for me to see that like actually portrayed instead of just inferred
0: yes and I love this movie I was very I was very happy with it um my biggest criticism of it though is their lack of use of they did what Marvel always does and that's that they kill off the bad guy the bad guy for the film um and Taskmaster was heavily underutilized in my opinion. yeah I agree um for being especially i'm gonna go into that being one of those nerdy comic book people that aaron was talking about earlier uh taskmaster in the comic books is like one of the best hand-to-hand combatants in the entire world and like you saw that in the first fight that they have that it has mm-hmm. with black widow like,
2: taskmaster is the super soldier that made yeah made the yes we're not going to spoil mm-hmm. her. okay got it. yep
0: and so like you saw that like easily just kicks Natasha off the bridges as Aaron said like not even putting up a, a fight really on her side uh, and then disappears for like the majority of the rest of the film like mm. pops up here and there does this a little bit of fight with David Harbour's character later on but very much built up to be a bigger threat and clearly established as a bigger threat early on and then mm-hmm. just forgotten about um, not that it ruined the film like I said it made sense with how they took it and maybe she'll still end up being a bad character but We'll see. I am I'm, I'm not holding my breath per se on, on Taskmaster coming back. I really wish they'd bring Taskmaster. I mean I hope so. No, I don't know the whole, you know, comic book piece of it. I don't know if Taskmaster Matt I can't remember. Taskmaster comes back in any way or other it's a comic
1: it book. Every character comes yeah. back in some. It's way. one <laughs> of
0: he's actually one of Spider Man's biggest foes. Taskmaster uh, is? Yes. Yeah, he's he's not like part of the Sinister Six, so he's not one of the biggest, I suppose, but he's he's a, a common thorn in Spider-Man's side.
3: Okay.
2: I was very intrigued by the concept of the villain and that they can just mirror any combat combat style.
0: He's one of my favorites. Like And so because like, in of that,
2: that in that fight with Black Widow, and then you see them, you see the Taskmaster studying footage of the fights of the Avengers and they kind of allude to them fighting so I'm waiting for the side by side comparison of like in this scene because you know some nerds going to do this cutscene where like in this scene they're they're marrying this person on the Avengers this scene they're marrying this person on the Avengers because that was part of the whole point of Mm -hmm. him saying like and he and they fight like all of your friends like
0: Uh, I mean it was a big it was a big thing I thought that it was a very strong parallel to Captain America for multiple reasons
1: on, on the fighting oh Absolutely,
2: mm-hmm. but you see, you see, Taskmaster also studying how Hawkeye fights.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say animals. I wanted, I wanted to see a fight scene where, like, you see Taskmaster like cycle through, like
2: some of the signature moves, which is, is what I I'm think some nerds this gonna do I'm for gonna you, you side by this side.
1: To what I'm saying, like, underutilized, some this for you. especially like once they introduce that, like, how do you not do that in a fight scene? Like, it just. Mm-hmm. You're putting a big old gun on the wall and then not firing it off.
2: And obviously, I mean, with the shield, you do see them. You do see the character mirror Captain America a little bit. But I want, I, like I said, I'm going to be intrigued to see somebody break this down for me. Because I'm too stupid to study the fighting <laughs>
3: techniques
2: of every Avenger ever in a movie. But someone's going to do it. And they're going to tell me what I was supposed to look at.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I do agree there with soon. you, though.
2: It was a very cool very different kind of villain that they could have utilized more that being said i don't think there's apart from thanos i don't think i've ever had such an oh shit moment as every time that character walked onto the screen i'm like well someone's dying <laughs> like this <laughs> like, is it
0: that's what i'm saying instant credibility for that character like immediately and you're like oh it was ex-, i mean and then because of that your thanos comparison is great because like that's exactly what marvel did with thanos when he first showed up who'd he get into a fight with in like the first like two minutes of being on screen really the hulk and dispatched him mm-hmm. like that and you're like oh i literally remember being oh, the this going, is "Oh Split. shit!" <laughs> yep to the point where the hawk didn't want to fight anymore
1: yes yeah so uh, so there's that uh i will say the the villain villain of the movie was freaking terrifying though. yes <laughs> yeah i know yes
0: no spoilers agreed like it was a realistic level of terrifying is what it is yeah. that's why the like...
2: scary scary science shit that he was pulling
3: mm-hmm.
2: is not only my name but then also like there's a whole level of it guys like not to play the female but there's a whole level of understanding of being like not just powerless but powerless as a female from someone who robbed you of everything because mm-hmm. and you know they taught they taught and this is no spoiler because they've talked about it openly but like someone who is like robbed you of your mannerisms because they teach you how to act they teach you how to behave they teach you how to fight they teach you to suspect everyone they literally take your reproductive organs like you are broken down as a person and rebuilt as what they want you to be mm-hmm. and then the extra level steps that are revealed in this movie of the level of control that this man has amassed and it's all over young women is freaking like first of all terrifying and also like terrible like he is yeah he's a whole different kind Mm -hmm. of evil that it's hard to comprehend the scale
0: well it's because it's so i won't say easy to see in like our real world but like we know sex trafficking and everything like that is such a huge thing Mm -hmm. in like in reality that seeing this guy do what he's doing in the movie you're just like holy cow like somebody could be going kind of crazy like this but oh yeah yeah, absolutely um on a happier note, let's switch gears now because we've talked about Black Widow pretty heavily uh, and we all agree, great movie. W- worth going to the theaters to see it.
2: 100%. All mm-hmm. right,
0: now we got Loki. We had the penultimate mm-hmm. episode of Loki this week, uh, which, to be fair, I didn't think was the like even close to any of the best episodes in the season so far, but I enjoyed it tremendously.
1: I thought it was a fantastic episode.
0: <laughs> it was yeah. good. The previous episode was better. Oh, hey, look who decided to show up.
3: You I win some, you lose some. I
0: don't know <laughs> Happy I don't know Daddy's if I'd say birthday. the previous episode.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't know if I'd say the previous. Uh, the last episode was really good. This one, it was nice to see the different versions of Loki, and I enjoyed the mm-hmm. sheer yeah, I mean, narcissism of the Loki a, battle.
1: This episode was exactly what I went into the show hoping I would get. <laughs> yeah yes but
2: in the I grand scheme of everything yeah
1: it seems like a filler episode though it's just how
0: it took place like there was no real greater story being told throughout the rest of this episode
3: like there see, was a I very sm- small we the same episode yes
0: no. there I was a very small the train step
2: episode forward. than anything else like the train episode for me it felt like okay guys we're gonna take this episode we're gonna set up some story we're gonna make some camaraderie between the two of them and send them on their way
0: Ah, uh, see no because that at least built the relationship between like our two main Loki's. This one was just like, we already knew Loki thought his past actions were kind of cringy. And like you saw it as like the rest of the Lokis are tra- are like uh, stabbing each other in the back. He's like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is so me. Like, I can't believe like I do this. Like I get there it. There wasn't but- a part
2: of you that desperately needed to know what the different Lokis did to be. Varied. Oh, it was,
0: it was funny. Every like, time
2: I've- someone said I did this, I was like, yes. And what the next one do. I was so into it. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it, but I just didn't think it was as good of an episode as some of the other ones. And I, the only L. Loki I didn't get, his backstory is the one I really care about, and that's Alligator Loki. <laughs> true story. 100% wow. true we
1: story. We
0: all know where that came from, though.
1: He's a variant because he's an alligator. <laughs> but is he actually a Loki?
2: Pretending the... uh, to be an Loki, alligator. Yes.
0: yes, that's the real question is how. Is he in it for the long con? Is this with Frogthor? do like so you want to be like in it for, for the long con at Frog the Thor.
2: end of the GD world? Like, I feel like if he mm-hmm. was in it for a con, he would have stopped before he ended up at the end of the world with a thunderstorm monster. Like, I feel like choices were made that would have had him bail out much sooner.
0: I also did think how they defeated the thunderstorm monster was a little campy
2: that was the it was the
0: power we... of friendship is what it was right there yeah, <laughs> yeah they
2: did the, character Sarah <laughs> the real power
0: it. was the friends we made along the way uh-huh. with our it's powers Disney. united mm-hmm. like r- they like were
2: wonder twins
0: richard grant's one uh classic loki like his his whole thing was awesome at the end like that was great the illusion casting and all oh, that awesome
2: the giant cast was great
0: loki 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 and sylvie's whole enchantment thing was kind of just like all right like there was no no way i didn't possibly believe it wasn't going to work
1: (laughs) i mean no it was obviously going to work that was the whole point
0: yeah and it was it was bad (laughs) that was like one of the things i was like oh come on
2: (laughs) so let me ask the group what do we think about the head judge lady i can't think of her name starts with an r
1: she's a bad bad bitch
2: (laughs) (laughs) But so I'm having a hard time getting a read on her. So that's why I asked the question because I can't tell which side Yvonne of her missing. is genuine. Thank you.
0: I think I zero sides side of her genuine. Her is
2: genuine.
0: I think I right, now feel right now. Also feels accurate. Yes, I think she is in it to protect herself. That's what she's done. Yep. She knows that's the only thing we've she's seen consistent. So she I don't think she, she does. To I think time she keepers,
2: does. But she also says she wants to solve why they lied to her. And then I'm sitting here still fully distrusting her. And I think I'm like, she knew all along. She knew those were robots. Like I'm full in the camp of like, this bitch knew everything. She's one of the masterminds. That's where I'm at with it. Uh, like I don't I, trust that she's not been just making her own decisions this whole time.
0: I think she's somebody in power who is either afraid of, lo- is, is just afraid of losing that power. And so she's doing everything she can to keep it. That's either, that's the only other way she could be, or if what I'm thinking is also correct and that's in this next episode we're going to get introduced to Kang because Kang's behind the whole thing um, is that she has been working for Kang the whole time and so she's just doing everything to try to keep order to keep him from getting pissed I mean, off at her
1: in the future timeline on the side of Avengers Tower it says Kang Q-E-N-G it's his, it's his uh, alter alter ego actually Isn't Almost-
2: it? can I tell you how many times we stopped pause rewound that shit in our house because it was more than once
0: yeah, uh, his his actual name in the future is like Keith Richards and he owns Kang Enterprises, which is the Q-E-N-G. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a, a very good Easter egg that... That, that was a, a episode Thanos helicopter. Or... <laughs> Say again? You see the Thanos helicopter?
3: I saw I did that. I didn't see the
0: Thanos captor.
3: Uh,
1: in the scene it's where they're getting... In the scene where they're getting ready to go fight the cloud monster, nice. uh, you can see... Uh, uh, Ronan's ship from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's yes. awesome. It's just like laying across the background of the scene. There was a lot of Easter eggs that I'd seen people pointing out. Online. Yeah, there's a t- Oh, there's a ton, I'm sure. Jake, Which I want to touch fun.
0: on a point you said, though. So you think they're going to introduce Kang the Conqueror, right? Yes. I, just- I don't okay. necessarily see point him being yes. like the bad guy in like the final episode, but I, I think he could still be like I think you could have a puppet master or a puppet in wherever they're going to in the timeline there. And then mm-hmm. he's still pulling the strings of that puppet, and we're gonna get that peek behind the curtain here. My my only worry is that we've had these same things for well, mostly WandaVision, and we've been mm. let down. And I'm like mm-hmm. thinking of I had this conversation with a coworker on uh, Thursday about it. And are they really gonna introduce a a villain on the level of Kang the Conqueror in a Disney Plus TV show? I mean the, he's yes. gonna be the main he's gonna be the main bad guy in Quantumania for Ant-Man in the last three okay so i mean if they, is the bad guy? he is like the bad guy in that confirmed. one yep which makes me a little bit scared actually because he's a really good bad guy to be like a bigger bad than just a one a one movie wonder so i'm kind of hoping they introduce him here so that's not gonna be the case but hmm. we shall see yeah i think he's just gonna be the next thanos
2: just because he's confirmed the bad guy for the new ant-man doesn't mean he won't appear in the there's like three or four movies come out before then right
0: Correct, and that's why I'm hoping yeah. if they introduce him here, it gives me hope that they're going to introduce him. But he's not or show only him... an
2: Ant Man; he's going to sneak in other places.
0: Yeah, show him popping up a few other places. Have they
2: announced anybody to play an actor to play that character? Yet? Yes,
0: the guy Wait. from uh, Lovecraft Country, the main character. I don't know the
1: guy's name. Oh, I'd have to. I can look up his name. Um, I think
2: I know who you're talking about. Interesting choice. I mean, I it would it... make
1: sense to me if they introduced him here in the context of like i mean they introduced majors. they introduced thanos as like loki's boss in the first avengers um mm-hmm. so it's just like we get a scene of like ravana reporting to someone and it's revealed to be kang the conqueror and yeah. like he's not really confronted by anyone but yeah like i, I just- could
0: see her being there at the end of like the tunnel for them and they're like, and she's like hi it was me all along and then we secretly get a glimpse of like no, nah, it, it was Agatha all... all along. It was Agatha all along, that's right. <laughs> I, just, uh, I, don't
2: know. I, I would like... fucking live if it was the, Agatha all along. The entire the TVA
1: record. is just created by Agatha. Agatha.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think... I think it would be really weird of... They haven't delivered in the past in the last two shows. This I'm, is true. I'm not I still, I still
1: think it's deliver. insane that you guys think WandaVision didn't deliver. <laughs> No, like deliver on like a new big
0: bad. Of a big bad guy. I think WandaVision was- I didn't expect a new big bad guy. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, the rest of us did, so. Yeah, but there were so many people that expected like Doctor Strange in that or something like that. And we just, we didn't We did
2: expect the cameo, but then we also rationalized on this very podcast how they were probably saving it for his new movie and didn't want to steal thunder from Wanda because it's about Wanda, not him.
0: By the way, it's Jonathan Majors' place place came to conquer. I was going to say that, but. He's right. Yeah.
2: Well, thank Give you both care. for frantically googling in the background. That's why we pay the big bucks.
1: Such big bucks, let me tell you. Such big bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy
0: a Tesla tomorrow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, do what they else? make do they make uh, matchbox Teslas now? Uh, <laughs> they might. I wouldn't be surprised. They're uh, probably way overpriced though.
2: If they don't, it's a missed opportunity. And they're solar powered. Yeah. Does it come with a computer inside?
0: <laughs> All right, what else are you been watching? I've been going uh, through a rewatch of Friends with Bailey, which has led me to a, uh, I don't know if it's a new conclusion or a hot take, but I'll, I'll save it since it's an old I'm
2: show. I'm wildly intrigued no, on this. You, no, 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 no. You, you just got to roll a with tape. it, bud. All All right. Roll with it. All right. So, <laughs> got so here's two Friends mega fans.
0: Yeah. So here's here. my, here's my, my take on friends right now i love friends and i, I realize that I, I get that it's a very funny show what well, i said that first i we just finished it actually so we just finished all 10 seasons again okay but, so this is like the third time watching it so it's not like i but, thought it was a bad show so before. you're still seven behind me so let's um, yeah and that's easily fine <laughs> but, in re-watches. the more i've watched it and the more episodes i really pay attention to can someone tell me what ross geller's redeemable quality is <laughs> nope.
3: I can't. <laughs> no, can I He has none.
0: Okay. Because he's that's what i watching. Father? That's what I've been watching. And so like that's the problem. He been holds having, is, like, down
2: the same job for at least 10 years. He's a very friend.
0: <laughs> everyone is like rooting for him and Rachel. Like, even like the Said fans that. of the show are like rooting for like him and Rachel to get back together. And I'm just like, why? He's terrible. Like, <sighs> He doesn't do any big romantic gesture. He gets mad at people for like.
2: That's a lie. That eating a sandwich. No,
1: like he does like,
2: do the big romantic I mean, gesture. He just does them the wrong way.
1: Well, yes, be like mad mad at someone for eating your sandwich. Reasonable.
0: Well, yes, that's like that is reasonable. <laughs> the level of frustration and anger he gets, not reasonable. Well, did okay. you see that? Speaking it is someone what? who shares I did. It was... a fridge
2: with Matthew, I understand.
0: And like the biggest problem I have Matthew with it though, is never that he gets. My food. He gets very pissed off at people for not respecting his feelings when he never tells them how he's feeling like <gasps> like that's like the biggest thing is like he gets mad at rachel for like not liking him back or like going to date other guys and she mm-hmm. he's never told her in that like in that time frame like hey i like you i want to date again he's just gonna be like no nah, i'm pissed off about it like i don't like that guy i don't like he you does anymore. the same thing before they date with Paulo and stuff like that. like a hundred percent that's what i'm saying i'm like, pissed about it and i was, like, was like, like why <laughs> like As what's your better. problem <laughs> And so well, I think I think she recognizes it at the beginning, and there's just like, yeah, I'm not playing that game. I'm gonna do what I want to do when, oh, you, yeah. when you decide that but you're mature also, enough.
2: I was gonna say she's also Rachel Green, who's given very few fucks about anybody other than Rachel Green since she was old enough to think no, for herself. it's like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: very yeah, she's very self centered.
0: But even to that point, not
2: always to her detriment. But
0: everyone goes through these great character growth moments. Except <laughs> for Ross. Ross. Now yeah, Ross, Ross. Is, Ross Who's is just not still available. in love with It's Rachel, just a repeat track. Which,
2: Casually ruin, ruining her life just like a little bit.
0: Yes. I <laughs> and take I'm
2: you, not going to go move to Paris and live the job of my dreams because I had to get off the plane and make out with you, you asshole.
1: Mm-hmm. He should have flown to Paris to make out with her. Bingo.
0: like ted mosby that's what he would have done and like that's what uh, like uh, bring uh, ted mosby into this Don't, don't care. Care. and so i'm comparing my two shows oh yeah no 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 like don't I get mean. me wrong ted is definitely the worst character of how much your mother too but i dislike like ross more than i dislike ted mosby I correct would say that like ted he's, has some growth like
2: ross or you dislike oh, no. ross i
0: dislike ross i like i like ted mosby better than i do I Ross. Agree. Ted Mosby has more redeemable qualities than Ross. Until I started talking
2: about the show with other people, I was kind of indifferent to Ross. So let me just put on the record that like, I, I do not, today nor likely will I ever hate Ross. So I think he's problematic, absolutely. But I feel like there's this culture of like, he's the worst thing that's ever happened to television ever. And I'm like, absolutely not. He's really not though. There no, are times I mean, where evil. like, if you <laughs> if you watch and look for redeeming qualities, which isn't something you should ever have to do about a TV character is justify their existence. <laughs> but if you choose to do so, in hindsight, when I've been rewatching, there are moments where he becomes a moral compass. Like he, he is a good father. He genuinely cares. I won't fight this case with you because we could fill a whole podcast with it. But there are moments <laughs> If you're looking for them, like if you're paying attention to it, not with just like a superficial value, you do see there are good qualities in him. He just doesn't always succeed in his intentions. So his intents are, intentions are always good, but his actions are less than good. Well, so, I've, asked, you-
1: I've actually also watched a fair amount of friends recently because I live with me. Aaron and so it just winds up on the TV on occasion. Uh, and I I'm will say the other, the other thing about the show it's very much a product of the late '90s, it, and oh, that, like, at least not once aging well. every other episode, I'm like, "Ooh, that joke did not age Ooh. well." Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Not great. We're Which, getting
2: a little homophobic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I was saying nothing that's like overly like
1: like you want to like
0: cancel anybody for.
1: In no, my I don't opinion, think but, in it's in no. danger of getting canceled. It's just like it definitely oh, didn't They're making, a lot, they're making oh. a lot of jokes about gay people. Like, they're making a lot of jokes about. They fall into the Sissy very boys. S- the sitcom. It's, it's less. Yep. Yeah,
2: I gotta go. To the, I gotta less,
0: go to the gym now. I gotta go uh, drink a beer. That kind of yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah. Less hating on gays. More saying that uh, straight males can't show toxic Emotion. masculinity. I think more than actual homophobia, because I don't think that like what they portray until uh, there's sometimes in the later scenes where it is definitely straight out homophobia, but oftentimes the, I mean, it's just toxic masculinity. Men I can't they got better in the later scenes. Or
1: in a lot of ways the show is fairly progressive too cuz i mean they had a lesbian couple from day 1 <laughs> like day not as many one, characters, they got married too prominently yep. featured on the show like yep
2: gay marriage children outside of wedlock and uh one of the first interracial couples shown on television men was... with
1: multiple divorces
0: which there's a there's a piece of the uh, of um you met man with multiple divorces <laughs> Well, Yes. There's part of Ross's uh, ex-wife's relationship, too, that there's a small detail in one of the scenes. It's where they get stuck on the road, and uh, Ross has to go get her car to go pick up, or to go get them gas or something like that. Mm -hmm. I won't go into detail of it, because I can't explain it in a way that's not going to sound probably more overt Mm -hmm. than what it is, but there is definitely a small detail that alludes heavily into... Not only what they were doing from like obviously like everybody knows that like they were trying to get it on, like as the couple. And so it's like she's trying to kick Ross out of the apartment. Just go back and watch that scene though, and you'll you'll see it's like immediately after she lets him in the door, you'll see something that happens and you'll be like, Oh, that's kind of gross. <laughs> no matter which way you had gone on this, like even though that was a straight couple, that's kind of gross. So just an idea, just a just a Easter egg for all of you. I don't know that which, was, which egg, episode but... again. I oh to... shoot! I the, don't one... Know. the one where they're stuck. No, it's going the to... one where they're
2: gonna go skiing after Ross yes. and Rachel have broken up, and they can't be in the same room. And the car battery Correct. dies at the rest stop.
1: Correct. Oh, and yeah. he that has one. to go
2: borrow his ex-wife's car.
1: Give me the season and episode number. No, Aaron. fuck Come you, on. Matt. I think
2: it's. <laughs> it's gotta be season three but i don't know the episode number but i'm trying to think of this easter egg because i definitely know exactly what you're talking about
0: i'll tell you guys all about it we'll have
2: to connect off the the podcast yeah Yeah.
1: Well, we're not live here Uh, all
2: right
1: what else for those curious it is season three episode 17 the one without the ski trip i was gonna say it's
2: something to do with the ski trip i'm i'm yes it's bad For those of you who haven't joined us before, I'm that person who can sit at a bar with friends on mute and usually name the title and at least the season. Not always the episode title, but I can name, or not always the episode number, but I can usually name the title and.
1: You could make a fairly good guess of what season it is by Rachel's haircut. True. Mm, True. All right,
2: what
0: else? What else have we been watching?
1: Uh,
2: Uh, Well, go ahead, Matt.
1: I was gonna say, Aaron and I caught the second entry in the Fear Street trilogy this weekend.
2: Yes, we did. How was Uh, it?
1: Initial reaction? uh, Scarier than the first one, for sure.
2: Better than the first one. It seemed
1: like they were going to get darker, from what you'd said the last time, though. Too, as Uh, they went backwards. And I'm continuing with that opinion because the preview for the third one looks Looks real fucked up. (laughs) Um, But this one is uh, Fear Street 1978. I think the year is. Um, and it uh, takes us back to the grand old genre of the summer camp horror movie, where there's a killer at Love the it. summer camp. Uh, does he wear? A, does he wear a hockey mask? No burlap sack. Hit a sack. Ah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I
0: think that's actually what he does. In there. Anyway, not not important. Continue. Texas, it's Texas chainsaw. Man's that's here. what it is. That's what
1: yeah. it. Is.
2: But it's uh, an. And I kept waiting for the chainsaw noise, but he wields an axe.
1: Yeah, it's an axe.
2: And you um, do see him cameoed in the first one. He is one of the killer. Yep. The cur- killers chasing the teenagers that it's brought back past. Is See, this. they
0: would have ran into copyright issues if you'd had a chainsaw
1: or worn a hockey mask. So I get um, what they're going. So they will
2: switch some stuff up.
1: Yeah, I think this is I, I think this is already showing where this idea they had is going to pay off, I think. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the reason this movie felt stronger than the first one is they didn't have to waste time like setting up any of the lore. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, there's a witch from way back in time. You know, she's causing people to murder people. Like they, they give you a brief cursory overview just in case you didn't watch the first one, but they don't like dive deep into any of that stuff.
0: You beat yeah. me on my question. I was going to ask, so like, do you need to even do you need to watch the first one still to pretty much understand this one, or would you still understand it if you didn't? I still
2: um, would.
1: Yeah, I think you would still understand recommendation.
2: It. It,
0: you just have more questions rather yeah, than answers because okay. it, it
1: it definitely so it's bookended with scenes that take place in the modern day still uh, with the characters who survived the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. So it's definitely still got a through line connecting everything. Um,
2: okay. And, and you'll understand why some of the haunty ghosts are scary if you watch the first one, because you get their backstory in the first one, and in the second one, they're just present. So like, you understand a little bit more of like what makes them scary in the second one, if you've seen the first.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. O-
1: overall, I thought the f- the second one had a-, a tighter story to it. It had mm-hmm. Uh, more scares I felt, uh, more genuinely like tense moments. Um, yeah, I, it was really good. I, I'm really excited for the third one this coming weekend. I, I think it's going to be a good one.
2: I stayed up late outside my sleep schedule just to watch us with that when he got home. And we I literally stayed up, up to like four o'clock during the morning it. watching Whew. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is normally when I get up. And I, this is one where like the, the first one when I watched it, there were moments where I dozed and I was kind of fuzzy about the end. Whereas this one I was in it from start to finish, even though it was a crack of dawn in the morning when we stopped.
1: Literally crack of dawn too. Literally Boy, yeah. crack Oof. of dawn. And this one stars uh, Sadie Sink, who is the redheaded girl from Stranger Things. So
3: Oh nice. We
0: loved her. Okay. Cole, what are you? Anything anything new this week? Um, so my wife and I planned on the show on Netflix has been on for four or just released the fourth season called Atypical. Mm-hmm. About a kid that has autism and his life and his family and going through high school and now into college in season three, and so we were going to jump into season four and then realize we didn't finish season three. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so uh, we are. I have. We have one more. We sat down and watched nine episodes last night. They're only like thirty minutes long, so we could binge through them oh, pretty I didn't quick.
2: They were a shorter show. I might catch up. I mean, I might watch some more of that now that I it's not. Yeah, I
0: a full hour. I, honestly. I think it's one of the most underrated shows on Netflix. Like when it first came Ooh. out, I really enjoyed it the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, like when it came out, like we watched, we binge watched the both seasons right away. And season three came out during 2020, and you lose track of things and so many other things. You know, you got your Tiger Kings and all that, and ridiculous <laughs> and stuff <of> <laughs> <When laughs> So you Dark lose track Fury, of the good stuff. So, uh, so I mean, yeah. it must be pretty decent so if mouth, gave it past. was great. It must be pretty good though if Netflix took it past three seasons. So that's See, true. the fourth Got season, fourth from what season, I understand, so. is the last season. Ah, that's why writers but, pre- writers petitioned hard for that fourth season to wrap everything up. But I mean, to be honest, the story itself is a very not that it's limited, but like following I mean, I, mean, I guess you could take it longer, but you're it's actually I think I'm gonna be ending <laughs> the right way. To be mm-hmm. honest. Um and the guy that plays uh the main character, Kier Girl. Gilchrist plays the main character Sam, and he is not autistic. But I will tell you, he had me a little really? a
2: while. I believe him,
0: even just I in mean, the movies and, I've and seen. Also, a great part of the show is that they allow for autistic actors to be a part of it. So there's that's cool. A very real aspect that, like, when he's like right now, we just watched an episode last night where he went into college, and like. During the first two seasons, he had this group, a small group of autistic kids that he was a part of, and they would debrief and talk about life and all the things they're dealing with. Well, now they're in college together and going through, and it's all the same, it's all the same actors and all of them are, have autism and are at least on the spectrum somewhere. And it's just really cool to see that inclusion and to, but yeah. uh, they're not like, we're going to get like, you know, Matt Damon to play an autistic person for like mm-hmm. this. They have an actual person that has autism working through the process of acting. And I think that's really cool too. So that is awesome. And
2: all the actors uh, you're gonna come up with, you say Matt Damon.
1: <laughs> Matt D. <Damon. laughs> I, I say it's because I know exactly what
0: you saying. and I, I get what you're saying though, Cole, because it sounds like it's like one of those coming of age shows, like this sick comedy-ish, like comedy drama-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever and- seen the show Parenthood? Uh yes, I've seen uh, several episodes of that. It's it's like parenthood with the drama of the family. Um, but it's just not with a whole different, not, not like the extended family, but just one yep. family. Um, but then it's just has the whole autistic piece of it and the things that come along with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're right though. And if you, you could drag it out longer, like you could have them like getting a job after college, like you could continue it, but mm-hmm. at some point you're really just kind of beating a dead horse or mm-hmm. milking a cash cow or something like that to, it doesn't seem genuine anymore. in what you're trying to do, you're just dragging yep. it out for the
1: sake of dragging it out. And the next thing more, you know, you're uh... putting Joey and Rachel in a relationship. Ugh, <laughs> up, Joey, Joey gets a spin off show. Who
3: knows? You
2: know? Okay, that was the one if mistake Friends, I do think was a mistake.
0: If Friends came out now, Joey would absolutely have had a spin off show. Did have a spin off show.
2: He would have had a successful spin off show if it came out now. Yeah, yeah I did I not know, know that.
1: Like two seasons. Yeah, I don't even know if yeah. he made it two. Steffler's mom. He was
2: actually. It. Yeah, he. <laughs> oh God, she was. I forgot. <laughs> yeah he moved to la to be with one of his sisters and it didn't go much farther than that um
0: man anything else this week what else
2: Uh, i started watching the morning show a little bit late Uh, and have been sending a a lot of it late. Well, uh, I didn't know we had access to Apple TV (laughs) until like a month ago. So I'm catching up on a lot of things, guys.
0: You watch Ted Um, Lasso yet? You should watch Ted Lasso. You should watch Ted
2: Lasso. And and honestly, every time I scroll past it, it's out of spite. Um, (laughs) You should watch (laughs) Ted
1: Lasso. Every time Cole mentions Ted Lasso, I push back when I start watching Ted Lasso by (laughs) another week. Ted Lasso,
2: Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso,
0: Ted Lasso. (laughs) Um,
2: But I will say just- Say say it three times and- he shows Years. up, <laughs> he's just behind you in your office background. Oh, um, I want
0: him. I want him to be, I'd be in the okay with there, that for real. Right? He's going to encourage the daylights out of me.
2: Oh my God. Um, but I'm, I'm someone who is a, a huge, uh, the newsroom, like I wouldn't say to the point of super fan, but the writing of the newsroom to me was mm-hmm. mind blowing. Um, right I up there got with West wing. Yep. <laughs> And i got it i got yeah. everyone i knew Same who writer. would listen to me for five minutes hooked on the newsroom i was playing that opening scene three minute clip to anybody who would listen to me like it was bad like i was i was cult level yeah i was that guy but uh, but it's weird. Hey, i mean why
0: isn't he why aren't we the greatest country in the world we I used to be <laughs> <laughs> i do love um, that opening Oh, it's yeah. just so
2: good. Anyway, so it's so good. that kind of vibe. But I get to love it even more because it's two powerhouse bitches that are in place at this point. And I use that term very lovingly in that like Jennifer Aniston forced to be reckoned with. She's reached a level of acting in the first season. And I know there's only more good stuff to come, but I'm like six episodes in and I've never seen work this solid from her. She's impressing me in ways I didn't know she had in her. And I have always liked her a lot as an actress. So like this is a whole new level of respect I have for her. Reese Witherspoon is my favorite little spitfire. I will watch anything I love she Reese does Witherspoon. forever. Yeah. Um I love what she's doing with her personal life as far as financing like female-headed projects. I love the company she started. She, you know, pretty much anything she's been doing I'm very on board with and her acting in this also as being like the problematic, loud, like atypical doesn't fit into any like political party fully. Um is something I uh, am definitely over-identifying with a little bit, and that like a lot of the shit that comes out of her mouth, I'm like, yeah, that's it. I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, I fully agree. That's how exactly how I feel. Um, but you know, they say that she's like too too liberal for the conservatives, but too conservative for the liberals, and she can't quite find a spot. And she's I am not actually a libertarian, but they talk about her like being closer to a libertarian in her politics and whatever else. And I don't know, i have just been wildly impressed. Um, I can't wait for it to keep going and I can't wait to keep watching it personally but like the the future seasons I haven't got that far yet but I know I'm going to impress. Also it's very hard for me to dislike Steve Carell but he's succeeding.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. He does a great job. <laughs> I'll be honest. But so but he is also walking the line weeks, of months. like
2: he seems he seems to genuinely be that guy who who did something bad but did not recognize the scale of what he was doing. And it, it would appear uh, for as far as I am that he, you know, he did not do this with the intention of abusing his power, but the sheer nature of him having power made him an abuser. Does that make sense? Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Just like John Hammond with <laughs> Jurassic Park. He didn't know right. what he did was bad, but.
2: <laughs> right. Whereas like, there's one interview, which is also, so I, I watched the episode where he and Martin Short are like having dinner and they're trying to commiserate and talk like, guy to guy about being victims of the me too movement, which isn't actually a phrase that I like saying out loud. I think I just threw up a little bit in my mouth, Um, but (laughs) they're trying to talk about it. And he's realizing in that moment that, and he actually calls him out on it. Like the man across from him that he was just commiserating with is an actual freaking monster of a person. And he's like, I was just sitting here comparing myself to you and commiserating with you and feeling like we were on the same page. But you had full awareness, and you're actually terrible. And my so it's just it's interesting to see that portrayal of that side of things, even though it's still very wrong. And I think that they are doing a uh, really good job at at balancing that story because I feel like it's somebody that'd be very easy to hate, and they're making me want to see the gray scale instead of be black and white about the issue.
0: Yeah, because I mean that's the that's the first step to at least getting better. Like. We want to have people punished for actions because they know they've done them bad. But if it, there's one thing to let them at least acknowledge and see genuine acknowledgement, not just like the the cookie cutter lawyer issued apologies that we got from all sorts of people during that movement too. Yeah. And so, so- it, it's, I get what you're saying there on the, i like the, it's tough to
2: well, and he thought he I'll was having it. relationships, but mm-hmm. the reality is that if you're a man in power and you're having a relationship with a woman in a, in a position that is less powerful than you within a company, you are abusing your privilege. There's no way around it, unfortunately. Even if it, is, if it can be consensual, there's a dynamic there that isn't being discussed and mm-hmm. there's a, 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 an assumption happening. So anyway, they're, they're handling it well. I'm impressed all the way around. I won't take up any more time, sorry.
3: So well, my company has. Of,
1: uh, uh, speaking of Reese Witherspoon, uh, this week is the 20th anniversary of the best thing she's ever done, and I say that completely seriously. Uh, legally legally blonde. blonde. I was gonna say. I was. I don't know for sure. You, I were, to you say, were gonna
0: say Sweet Home Alabama. That's what I thought he was gonna say. I was <laughs> <be> like, <laughs> no way. Older.
1: That is also
2: a great movie.
1: No, Legally Blonde. 20 years legally old. Legally Blonde
2: week. is the one. Oh my god, we're not that old. That can't be right.
1: <laughs> Anything else we watched this week?
0: All right, cool. So let's get some rapid reaction to the news here. We got some trailers and we got some uh, shows that are coming out that I want to get your guys' thoughts on. Uh, from the minds of HBO Max, we have a direct ripoff of Too Hot to Handle, and that is F-Boy Island. Uh, how are we feeling about this one? Yes, no.
1: Hissed, heard. I've never heard of it in my entire who life. Cares.
0: Like, bored to be honest, that's bored. exactly right. They know exactly who their audience is here. It's, it's trash TV. They know it's trash TV. That's who they're going after. All right. Uh, after that, we also have a different take from Disney. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the trailer for Encanto, Encanto—I don't know exactly how it's framed in France. It seems Hispanic, so I'm gonna go with Encanto. Um, <laughs>
3: Encanto.
0: I didn't. I mean, I never. I don't. I didn't hear the title actually be said in the trailer, so that's my mistake. But Encanto follows a. The protagonist is the only girl in her extended family who does not have any sort of magical powers. And so she is the normal quote-unquote one out of the rest, of, the weird one actually quote-unquote out of the rest of her family. Uh, very interesting take. I'm actually hoping she doesn't sing in the movie either because I think that'd be hilarious.
1: And it is a musical music by Lynn. manuel It is a musical. Yep. How do we feel about this one? Because I'm on board. I, I'm um, fully on board with anything Lin-Manuel Miranda does. Like. <laughs> I knew that already.
2: Seconded to what Matt said and the voice actors they're picking are all pretty cool, including the person who plays uh, the main character who is somebody Beatrice Brooklyn 99
1: Stephanie Beatrice.
2: Thank you. Stephanie Beatrice is the main character's voice.
1: Mm, Which okay. is also,
2: again, I'm still struggling with that being her actual voice because I've only ever known her as Rosa. Right. And yeah. in watching In the Heights, I'm like her singing voice is way too high for her. She must be dubbed. Like her acting, I can and see her smiling. change her voice, but her singing voice <laughs> is too high. But then like in her speaking voice in the movie, I'm like, okay, but that's also high. Maybe she was actually singing. Like I'm she fully nervous to what she hear, sounds like in real life.
0: Yeah. And in, any in interview you I hear with no her, idea. it's so different. It's 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 jarring.
2: Okay. Especially
0: especially in her Brooklyn 9 like makeup, like behind the scenes interviews. Like you're just like that's that's not right. But
2: who is this my Hispanic Barbie doll talking? <laughs>
0: exactly. I'm so confused. Cole Adam, you guys on board for Encanto? Yeah. Yep. Disney. Like Miss there, Disney. Or... No problem.
1: Yeah. yeah, Adam's daughters are going to want to watch it on repeat for three months. <laughs> so he's, yeah, are, just
2: having, he's just having depends on the PTSD. Songs.
1: <laughs> I mean, hopefully it's got songs and it isn't
0: lame and has no songs. It confirms to be a musical. So. And then we oh, got a couple well, of trailers that came bonus. out and a couple more trailers that came out this week uh, as well. We had uh, What If from Disney. Those of you who haven't been watching that one, it's an animated series that's taking a whole i mean it's exactly what it's in the title it's like what if something else had happened in key moments throughout the mcu's history uh mm-hmm. i'm not a big fan of the animation style at this point so i'm not sold on it entirely. i'll watch it. it it's very youtube i'll watch it but i'm not i'm not over the moon about the wrong animation. with youtube i like youtube uh, so Cole's I, on board. It's just not. I mean, it's not what
2: pa.
0: Cole. I don't have a problem with it. It's just not what we've come to expect with the other stuff that Marvel's put out on Disney Plus. I mean,
1: honestly, I'm kind of glad it doesn't look like everything else that's already been put out. <laughs> like maybe Marvel's it, trying like, animation, to get,
0: take a DC thing and like let's get into animation and see if we can take care of DC in that one. Too. I would say, and actually, as Adam said that, like a lot of their other like Marvel Avengers like animated stuff does look very similar to this animation style. This is actually like a mix between what they traditionally do and what I would consider like the Spider Verse animation, where they're trying to make it look like comic booky, but not
3: mm-hmm.
0: super. Uh, like I said, I'm I think the storyline's gonna be great. The voice actors are gonna be great because they got most of the actual like main characters to come back and do their voices.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I'm not. Uh, Did I see we'll, from I'll the one judgment.
2: promotional material that I think I sent a, a picture to the group chat? Maybe just a map, but I thought it was the group chat of it looks like what would happen if oh my god why can't think of her name steve rogers girlfriend
1: hey, it, yeah it's yeah if, had, character character he, as he captain had taken
2: the super serum captain
1: like, britain i'd watch yeah. an
2: entire show about that
1: oh a hundred percent
2: hundred percent and
1: this is also uh gonna be chadwick boseman's last MCU, mm-hmm. last last ever project, for his I voice think. acting
2: yeah. yeah
1: makes me sad because this was recorded before he died
3: and
0: then what doesn't make me sad is that the trailer for the season two of The Witcher finally came out, which is yeah, possibly Henry Cavill's greatest work.
2: It's okay. haven't
0: watched the first season. What do you oh, come on! You, it's
2: you also the same. I couldn't get through season. it. I'm going to try what? again. Now that, none of that, I didn't understand. It was really hard for me to follow. I felt like I was not paying attention enough to the timeline. I've since been explained why I had that yes, problem. Yes, exactly. However, it still was not something I'm like chomping at the bit to go back to, but you guys it are excited be. about a trailer. For something that's not coming out for like half a freaking year, it doesn't come <laughs> out until December seventeenth. It seems very early for a trailer drop.
0: I've been waiting like, this for I like wrong? a year and a half. So I've no. been waiting I mean, for Stranger Things trailer. for like three years. Well, Truth. I
2: mean, ding, ding, but
0: <laughs> never going to see. What I don't know. It just seems
2: it just seems very early for a Witcher trailer. Like I haven't even seen. They just launched the James Bond trailer, and that's not till November. Like. I don't know. Personally, yeah, but that movie's early. been done
0: for like a year and a, a year half year. now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know, and I'm still true. grumps that they're staying in tradition and waiting, but that's a personal problem. That, that's yeah. all
0: about money. That's true. 100%, always, 100% about so money about on that one. I mean, which, they
1: always release James Bond in November, though. That's yeah, just, that's, that's like they're the not going to break with tradition,
0: which welcome back to the box <laughs> office this me. weekend. Uh, Black Widow brought in almost a quarter of a million dollars in its opening weekend, although surprisingly, the majority of that came through Disney Plus subscription or like uh premier access purchases, which blew me away. It reminds me of the, uh, the numbers that they used to have on like the direct to VHS movies actually back in the day, you've up some of those for like the Aladdin sequels and stuff like that. You'd be surprised at how many hundreds of millions of dollars those made. Um,
2: oh. But stupid money. I think that's the word you're looking for. still a far cry from With the billions hyphen.
0: of dollars that they are used to bringing in at the box office. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, interested to see what what the the theaters or like the studios continue to do especially since they all have their own platforms now to get stuff out like that
1: as impressive as the numbers are i think the real message to studios here is that like the digital distribution is not a sustainable model for the film industry Mm. yeah yeah you're never going to get another you can't make a movie with a $300 300 million dollar budget if this is the kind of opening weekend you're looking at. <laughs>
2: like, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, it depends on how much the split is to <laughs> between some of these theaters and the studios. Like I don't know what kind of revenue sharing they have either.
1: No, but but still. I mean, even even with it was like 130 million dollars they made through Premier access. The problem with those kind of numbers is that's not going to repeat. Like the, there's not going to be any like the business next weekend get is going to be nowhere yeah. near. Yeah, that. you're
0: going to, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anybody who's going to
0: buy the Premier access has bought it and that's it. Like you're going to get made. I don't have to go rebuy it to watch yeah. it again. Right. Oh, is that true? You don't, it's not like a 24 hour rental. It's like, no, no you no. get it for like a month or something like that. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's definitely not repeatable then. <laughs> I
2: talked yeah, to a I mean, buddy of
0: mine that loves Marvel and all that. And he has a, his daughter's now like two. And I, he saw it over the weekend. And he goes, Yeah, instead of trying to like drag us as a, to a family to a theater, we just got it on Disney. And he goes, I'm really liking these Disney Premier Access things. He goes, "It's the same amount of money that if I went to the theater, and then I have the movie for a while." And as somebody who got a babysitter to do it this weekend, it was it would have been cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I told, I was like, I like thought about it afterwards. I was like, "This is the most expensive movie I've ever gone to because I paid for three hours of babysitting plus the movie tickets plus mm-hmm. popcorn and everything else." And I mean, it was great to be there. Like I wouldn't have wanted to see it and like at home compared to being in the theater, but. Ah, I
1: I mean, I, and personally, selfishly, I just, I love the theater going experience. I I like to go and sit in a movie theater and watch a movie. I think there's just something that there's just something about that, that I don't get watching a movie at home.
0: Agreed.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And I am not know. You
0: you just haven't paid enough for your home theater experience. (laughs) (laughs) Our living room is nowhere near dark enough.
2: (laughs) (laughs) and pumpkin if you want to start hanging curtain rods i can put up as many blackout curtains as you want
0: and on that note thank you for tuning in and sticking through us they sticking through with all of our wild tangents as per the usual We appreciate you listening to us. If you have your own thoughts on anything that we may have missed this week, anything uh, that you think we're way off base on, or just your two cents that you want to throw into the conversation, feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all the major platforms. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate that support. And until next time, enjoy the movies. Get out there, go support your local theater. Go see Black Widow. Go see Black Widow.